0: Hello and welcome to Are We There Yet?, the podcast looking at the innovations emerging from the workshops, labs and secret test tracks of Hyundai. Today we're finding out how Hyundai are bringing the racetrack and the road together. We're going to get an exclusive insight into the thoughts and feelings behind the N brand and find out how Hyundai's eco-friendly high-performance vehicles bring their motorsport know-how and ability onto the street.
1: It's fully racetrack capable, a perfectly balanced cornering machine. When you race um, on on the racetrack or you drive and you're in, it actually puts that grin on your face. And uh, sometimes
2: I have the feeling when I'm on the highway and watching the inside mirror to the back, it looks exactly the same like in the race car. So sometimes when I'm on the highway checking the inside mirror, I feel like uh, leading the race, watching back uh, if P2 is fighting against me, so it's always good fun.
0: All this amazing technology coming into our lives. I'm Susie Perry, and this podcast comes to you from Hyundai Motor. This edition is all about what can happen when raceability informs road performance. For me, the perfect car is one with a layered personality that has to look beguiling, obviously. It needs to handle a regular commute with ease whilst having the grace to dampen an underlying anticipation to rip things up on a track. Surely, this is the ultimate. A well-mannered beast, completely in your control, that can flick personalities when you decide. Now, I learnt to race hot laps in a hot hatch. I was taught by the touring car legend Jason Plato, and at first I felt like I was almost abusing this poor little road car, but I soon realised that racing it on a track realised its full potential, like letting a dog off the leash, living its best life. Today I'm joined by the man leading the team at Hyundai who are making this relationship between race and road a reality. Til Vartenberg, Vice President and Head of N-Brand Management and Motorsports Subdivision at Hyundai Motor Company. Till, thanks so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Let's start at the very beginning. Can you tell me what the N-Brand is, what it's set out to achieve for Hyundai, and what informs the kind of work that you do?
1: The N-Brand is actually Hyundai's high-performance brand. N actually stands for Hyundai's Namyang R&D Centre and uh, the Nürburgring Test Center in Germany, where all our N models are developed. And there's actually even more to the N logo because it reflects and resembles the chicane of a racetrack. Hyundai N is uh, truly inspired by the curves of racetracks and the winding roads, the thrill of cornering, braking, accelerating. What it does for the Hyundai brand is it raises its emotional appeal of the entire Hyundai brand, caters to a younger target group, It reflects uh, the emotional appeal of Hyundai. It makes it more powerful, more thrilling, a bit more sexy. We see that also in the numbers of our studies, of our market research, that it does a lot for Hyundai in terms of being less rigid and and more viable, more agile. And
0: there are three pillars, aren't they, with the N brand? Uh, Can we talk about those?
1: The three pillars actually reflect uh, the DNA of the Hyundai N brand. It's fully racetrack capable. It has a tightly, perfectly balanced cornering machine. When you race um, on on the racetrack or you drive and you're in, it actually puts that grin on your face. And that all comes with a corner rascal attitude of the the car because chassis, suspension, everything is very well balanced and the entire concept of the car is only there to enjoy driving and uh, to have that fun approach and driving. The third pillar after Racetrack Capability and Corner Rascal is that it is an everyday sports car. It's a very affordable, it's um, accessible, and it's not somewhere else like other performance brand that you have to pay a whole lot of money more to get that high-performance approach and that extra punch and power you would like to have um, in your everyday sports car.
0: This must be quite an exciting brand to work on because... It's almost the automotive holy grail, isn't it? To have a car that you can drive to the shops and do your daily chores in. And you know when you go to a racetrack and you open it up, it becomes a beast effectively. And in your power, how is it to, to work on a brand like this?
1: So it's, it's very fun to meet customer demands, customer needs, and actually cater especially to the younger target group, the Generation Y and Generation Z. And we have much younger customers uh, than the overall Hyundai brand.
0: That's interesting. So, what do you find that the younger customers are asking for?
1: They're asking for expressing their own lifestyle. The racetrack is, is somehow their life. They're really still petrol heads. They like the speed and and the goosebumps they have from driving. Uh, they follow motorsports. They follow our WRC rally sports. They follow our. WTCR, circuit racing. So they're really enthusiastic and uh, not not only all about the driving, they actually like to come together as friends and actually make an event out of it. So what we firstly did launching the i30N was actually having a first edition for the first hundred customers. uh, And they came to the racetrack and we had an event with them uh, which was uh, quite astonishing. They were all happy.
0: It sounds like a, a complete experience, but what kind of challenges does it bring to you then from an engineering point of view when you're trying to get a car uh, that handles nicely on the road and also can go on a racetrack and be the ultimate racing car?
1: It's about the suspension, about this chassis. It's about the brakes. It's about the cornering. Uh, it's about similar features or fun features for the car different gadgets within the car, w- which make the driving more fun. It's not only going as fast as you can. We focus on the entire concept of the vehicle.
0: You, you've got a perfect track for testing cars. Uh, Nürburgring must be absolutely ideal to be at the heart of this.
1: Well, we do say it's uh, born in Namyang here in the um, development center in Korea and honed at the Nürburgring and our technical center at the Nürburgring. So, of course, we are testing as much as we can there and drive the cars uh, through the racetrack, around the racetrack, after we develop quite thoroughly the car over here in Namyang. And then then we always um, include our drivers as well in driving this car and giving us exact feedback of how to improve certain things of the car concept.
0: As we've been hearing about the M brand bringing the racetrack to the road, we've now been joined by Hyundai Ambassador, six-time TCR champion and Hyundai Motorsport customer racing driver, Luca Engsler, who's in Oschersleben at the moment. What are you up to?
2: Um, I'm in Oschersleben right now preparing for the upcoming ADAC TCR Germany season. We start now with testing. Was was a long winter break, so I'm really happy being back in the car.
0: Yeah, I bet you are. must have been very frustrating. I know what you drivers are like. You have a very short concentration span, don't you? You must have been climbing the walls. It's good to see you uh, currently wearing your race kit and everything else. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about your work for Hyundai Motorsport and the, the relationship that they have with Enxler Motorsport?
2: Well, first of all, I followed my dad when he was racing and I saw the brands working, the factory driver, and I always was saying that that's my dream, that's where I want to be when I'm 25, 27 years old. got then the chance racing in TCI Europe, uh, TCI Asia, TCI Malaysia, Middle East, so all over the world I was able to win six championships. And then in 2018, I got the chance to switch to Hyundai. It was always a dream for me. I saw them racing, uh, the first race in WTCR straight away winning. So I knew that uh, they're on a the journey and, and you just need to make sure that you, you can jump in and, and get successful with them. And now being in the WTCR, the highest level of TCR racing is, is just unbelievable. I got the first drive in 2019 when I was 19 years old in Macau. For me, it's like uh, a perfect relationship. I'm working day and night, preparing, trying to do everything I can. And I know that they do on the other side as well. They try to bring the best cars on track, trying to support the drivers as good as they can. So it's, it's just the perfect relationship. What
0: a great project. And you're so young to be involved in this, having those six titles. Uh, life is, is looking good, isn't it? Luca, we're talking today about how the N brand brings together road and racetrack. So what role do you have in the development of these cars?
2: Well I'm I'm fully involved in the development of the TCR cars. We of course get the baseline, we will drive the baseline, the road car. For us it's important to understand how the car is braking, how the car is cornering, how the dampers are working, but then of course we speak about pure power as well, we speak about steering. So you see that the cars are so close together. And whatever we develop and and find out on the race weekend, of course, goes back to Korea and and trying to help to improve the road car as well.
0: And you've been with Hyundai for a few years now and you've been able to take customers out in the cars. What kind of feedback do you get when you're with them? Do you get kind of personal (laughs) satisfaction as well to know that you've been involved in developing those cars?
2: Yes, yes. So first of all, when we do uh, taxi rides, it's always the same. Mainly it's the boyfriend saying, well... I'm kind of the best driver on planet Earth. Then they jump uh, on the on the passenger seat. We go flat out for two laps with their car, actually. And after they jump out and say, wow, I was not uh, knowing that this car is able to do something like that. And, and I go back to driving school. So... They are able then to learn and improve their driving skills and also understand how the, the Hyundai is working.
0: Yeah, it must give you great personal satisfaction for that. But back to Ensler Motorsport. Now you work with your dad, Franz. Um how, how does that relationship add to the to the work you do and, and the results that you achieve, do you think?
2: Well, I mean, of course he was a racing driver back in the days. Well, I mean <laughs> My dad followed me since day one, obviously, <laughs> but also on the racetrack. He always tried to, to give me the best drives, tried to support me as good as he can and on top the brand uh, as well. And, and that's the reason why we are able to score that good results because we are just confident enough that uh, we have the maximum support.
0: You're linked, obviously, because you're related. But in terms of communication, do you always know what each other are up to? Uh, is that always 100%?
2: <laughs> it's okay. I mean, we we spend obviously day and night together. So all the, the things we discuss on the racetrack, we often also discuss back at home. So my mom is always trying to tell us, okay, listen, now it's family time. We're Christmas. Um, we don't need to speak about racing now, so... But no, no, I mean, she knows uh, from, <laughs> from the first day that uh, I want to be a racing driver, so...
0: What excites you about the future, Luca, outside of racing personally, in terms of technology that we could see in the cars that we're driving?
2: Well, I think we're, we see the new, fu- new future already. Um, with the ETCR, I was involved in the first test drives. For me, it's just insane to see how, how technology is improving how we are going faster because that's in the end of the day, what matters for me. Honestly, it's very important that the cars are looking great and and the fans are happy, but I'm only focusing on performance and to see how they develop, how much faster they get during the years, that just makes me so happy. And in the end of the day, the driver has to prove it on the track. And once you're crossing the line, seeing the lap time you again improved and you again developed, uh, it's just an, an amazing feeling
0: till lovely to hear from Luca and what a great ambassador you've got in him he's terrific uh, not only can he talk the talk but he gets the results on track and gives you all the feedback you need uh,
1: yes definitely i mean we actually over the over the time have become close friends and we're still chatting on on whatsapp and where he's testing and what feeling he has and what we can improve and sometimes i do ask him what what does our target group how, how is that uh, that that age group, how do they feel about N? How do they feel about electrification actually? Because of course uh, we have tons of market research, but we do need to hear the customers' voices directly and that's sometimes more valuable than any study we can have. So uh, we believe that nowadays, of course there's petrol heads and they like the sound. I like the sound personally myself. It's great to hear the, the roar, the uh, the wonderful exhaust i mean there's nothing more thrilling or goosebumpy than that but we have to face it the world is changing and uh, we need to become cleaner more sustainable so i do believe um we will be going into that direction and uh, we are very close and, and listen to our target group who actually drive the way when uh, when i went and i was
2: asked to to help a bit racing the etcr i understood that racing doesn't need to be like we we know it from the past 200 years. You know what I mean? Is uh, We can't change because in the end of the day, we want to compete against each other on the highest level. But if we can do that, uh, saving the planet, let's say, that way or improving... Uh, in that topic. Um, I'm fully on it.
0: And you're obviously interacting from a younger generation and and teaching them to race on track as well. So are you getting the same feedback from younger generations that are now not accepting anything other than cleaner driving and cleaner racing?
2: Yeah, well, I have to say that uh, what Till was mentioning, the people that buy a Hyundai are obviously like the i30 and they are in my age so I see on, on the social media speaking with them why, why they are now switching to a Hyundai and they, they exactly tell me what I feel in the race car it's just uh, yeah, the next generation and, and exactly the car what they want to drive.
0: What about the future for you what does that hold in terms of racing and in terms of new models for Hyundai and new technology?
2: think that with Hyundai definitely is a long-term partnership so obviously they never stop working so (laughs) then the new projects are coming already so you know that it's never the year where you say okay now we take it easy we calm down we race a bit and see it's uh, I think they know now already what they do in 2030 so I'm not worried about that.
0: (laughs) And how much... Does that success come down to its relationship with the touring car being so closely aligned, do you think? And and the romanticism and the imagery that comes with that.
1: Everybody wants to drive a successful car which has been competing in a motorsports environment. It's seeing people, enjoying winning, being on the podium, doing everything you can uh, with a team making technology happen in a very competitive environment.
2: Of course they are super close together and uh, sometimes I have the feeling when I'm on the highway and watching the inside mirror to the back, it looks exactly the same like in the race car. So when you're fighting in the car, you watch the mirror, the shape of the car is exactly the same as we take the road car. So sometimes when I'm on the highway checking the inside mirror, I feel like uh, leading the race watching back uh, if P2 <laughs> is fighting against me. So. Um, It's always good fun to
0: drive both. From a technical point of view, what what makes these cars so exciting uh, for Hyundai in terms of looking at the future? Is it all about the technology?
1: I wouldn't say it's only about the technology, because N is, uh, to me, a mindset and a spirit um, people would like to share with each other. The technology is not the most decisive point in uh, the N brand philosophy. It is more the the mutual sharing of experiences and um, going ahead together in in, in one direction. Of course, technology is the basis of everything we do in terms of developing and building cars. And uh, our major objective is to reach this sustainable technological leadership, which is um, a perfect way to follow the transition from ICE vehicles to electrified vehicles. Um, You know the RM20E, for example, which is our rolling lab uh, using 680 horsepower's worth of uh, electrified power, uh, where we do also start um, this year the uh, Pure ETCR racing series. So there is a lot of potential. To firstly meet the new requirements from a target group for more sustainability and a greener lifestyle. And at the same time, uh, we believe that we are at the forefront of technological advancements with our rolling lab and. I think everybody knows that we also have more possibilities with even other proposals.
0: Yes, it's an exciting road ahead, isn't it? We've we've touched on um, some of these subjects in previous podcasts, so so we're really interested to see how they how they roll out in the near future. Um, you talked a little bit about the i thirty n. I'd like to just go back to that, if we may. What was it about that model that made it perfect to launch the n brand with? Would you say?
1: The i30N was for us the perfect model because it launched into a already established segment. So we knew the potential for finding driving enthusiasts who like high performance cars would be there. What we actually underestimated was how high that potential was. Because we were all a little bit surprised that it found that many buyers in such a short time. And uh, by now, since its launch until today, we sold over 40,000 N cars globally. Quite astonishing that we made this success. And this is why we would like to now expand our brand away from I-30N into actually even a smaller vehicle, the I-20N, which was just launched, and uh, the Kona N, which we just launched in April. So um, there is room for expansion, making many more people happy and and experience the joy of driving with an N.
0: Um, How does it work transferring the information that you get on track into the road car? How does that process happen?
1: There is always a whole bunch of engineers and developers uh, going with the team, people who know exactly which software has to be dealt with, how cornering works, how the brakes have to be applied, and how a car functions in in extremist conditions. So they are constantly in talks with our R&D centre, go back and forth and take every testing result and make every little bit better about our road cars back in Namyang.
0: I want to talk a little bit uh, about you personally now. So Till, if you start, you joined Hyundai in 2016 after many years at Daimler. So what was your time spent there like and how um, has it informed you now Um, moving forward with the N brand?
1: Well, you're right. I was uh, quite some time working for Mercedes and uh, mainly in the headquarters. And then there came this uh, very nice opportunity to run the marketing for the German market for Hyundai. And it coincided that it was the time when the N brand was launched. After three and a half years, they decided to um, invite me to work here and then become uh, the head of N brand and motorsport. Since then, we're we're having fun and we're having many plans for the future.
0: How do the practices over there in Korea differ? You sound like you're very happy there, actually, Till. How, how did they differ to what you've been used to in, say, Germany or Europe, for example?
1: Actually, it's a very high-context culture. Uh, it's more talking, negotiating, um, coming to a mutual agreement on certain things you want to do afterwards. So the decision-making takes a bit longer. But once the decision is made, it's crystal clear that this will be done and then that is the good uh, the good environment to work for actually if you know where you're heading you know how to do it.
0: Luca got some quickfire questions for you before you have to disappear. Um, your favourite car when you were growing up was there a car that inspired you that that made you feel like I'm going to race cars or did that all come from your your dad?
2: Well. I followed my dad since he started racing or since I was born. So I have to admit that I've always been a BMW fan. Of course you like the fast cars, you like the beautiful cars, but for me it was always related to performance. So I was always a fan of the fastest cars, the cars that were winning.
0: And did that follow as well when you were watching movies when you were growing up? Was it always the fastest cars that you liked the best?
2: I mean, uh, I heard a sentence that uh, the fastest cars are the most beautiful cars. So. Um, that's something that uh, I 100% agree, and I think that's the reason why the the relationship is that great. Because first of all, we need to develop a fast car, we need to win races, and then I guess we're
1: sure that uh, humans start to uh, buy Hyundai.
0: Till, how about you? Did you have a favorite movie car?
1: I always like the um, Aston Martin DB5 from James Bond. It's a classic, and I I can always say because we are in marketing as well. I like when. Cars are integrated into a story and actually do something for the hero of the movie. But honestly, my true favorite is is um, the Mercedes SL from Heart to Heart. And I don't know if you have watched that series back in the day. They this entire series was driving Mercedeses. Um, so and internally, it's the R107 which I like the most. So it's uh, it's quite nice to see. Jennifer and Jonathan Hart plus the Butler, all driving different Mercedes models, and I maybe that has to do that I started working there. But
0: it's it's the funniest things that inspire you. They had a dog, didn't they, in Heart to Heart as well? I seem to remember. I'm yes, laughing. Yes, they did.
1: Yes, they did. Because
0: I was inspired by Bobby Ewing from Dallas. That's when I first fell in love with the Mercedes SL. So it's a similar kind of story. Those seventies uh, dramas, those American dramas, have got a lot to answer for. Yes, haven't they? definitely. <laughs> Luca, do you need to go? Um, I don't know if you hear it, but uh, that's my car running. We have the next session. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good enough excuse, Luca. You're working. Off you go. Have a great time on the track.
2: Yes. <laughs> Thank you. It was a pleasure.
1: Bye, Luca.
0: <laughs> that's the that's the best leaving of a podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back back to the world of Hyundai and the N brand. Till you recently held the N day. Can you tell us a bit more about the day and what was announced?
1: We actually had the world premiere of the Kona N, a very nice um, hot SUV, as we say, uh, which is catering to a completely new target group and then possibly new people entering the N brand. And uh, it was also announced that we are expanding more with the N brand, that we're thinking about electrification of N Uh, with whatever propulsion there might be possible in the future because we cannot stand still. And uh, the ICE uh, era will keep going on for a while, but at the end, uh, we need to have a successful transition to the electrification also of the high-performance segments, which I think every competitor and every car manufacturer is a bit struggling with, but uh, it becomes clearer and clearer that also battery or hydrogen, electric will be part of future high-performance car models.
0: That was really my next question about electrification, about electric and and hydrogen. What is the future? Is it a combination of the both? Do they sit well together?
1: Well, they they do sit well together as well. It could be battery and hydrogen at the same time. And um, you must understand that I cannot talk too much about um, the engineering secrets of, of my colleagues, but you can be sure that we will see some sort of electrified inversion in the in the near future.
0: That's exciting in itself. I'm not going to get you into trouble by digging too deeply, uh, Till, but it's still the essence with Hyundai as well. It's, it's not just about driving, is it? And I think you captured that in the day as well.
1: Yes, we talked about our new brand refinement, which uh, also included a change in our core message, which is, Going to be never just drive because it's, it's not just about driving. It's about the enjoyment. It's about the enthusiasm of people coming together and actually loving to drive fast, loving to chase every corner of a racetrack and have this instant power in the car you're driving with all the uh, nice excitement of the interior, exterior design. Mm.
0: How exciting is it that Hyundai are, are joining the pure ETCR? Series.
1: We are very excited about it because racing also there um, transitions into a very powerful racing environment where the manufacturers compete directly with each other. It's more like a horse race than it is an endurance race where cars are um, behind each other. So it's a sprint run and it's a very powerful um, electric um, engines and motors are actually having instant uh, torque and instant power. so it's a very exciting uh, moment for us to start in Vallelunga in in June of this year, uh, to actually have a big event and invite our enthusiasts also there, uh, if it's possible in the current environment, uh, to enjoy um, the electric racing as well.
0: Obviously, the Valister was built specifically for that purpose, but also important to say that Hyundai will be using the hydrogen generator, um, which, which kind of sets that series apart from any other in the world, doesn't
1: it? Yes, it does. We don't want to have any diesel generators in the back and charge our vehicles. We said we have the technology within our company. Let's make this completely sustainable and actually put the hydrogen generator right next to the cars and, and have the batteries recharge. Uh, with uh, zero-emission hydrogen technology.
0: So in this podcast, Till, we're asking, are we there yet? Um, obviously, we still have some way to go to make motor racing and sporty vehicles sustainable. But you'd say that things are moving in a very positive direction?
1: I strongly believe it is a very positive direction because the DNA of brands can be in motorsports, and Hyundai is one of those brands where its emotions is based upon motorsports. And we are confident uh, that also with new propulsions and new technology, uh, racing will continue. People will want to drive fast and not only go from A to B the fastest way, but also in a cornering and fun to drive way. And this is the strong point of Hyundai N. So yes, I believe it's a very positive and, and bright future for us.
0: Till Vartenberg, thank you so much for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you.
1: Thank you very much.
0: If you've liked what you've heard today and you want to find out more about the work Till and the team at N Brand are doing, go to hyundai-n.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the Are We There Yet podcast from your usual podcast provider. It means, of course, that you'll never miss an episode.
1: Thank you so much for listening.
0: Goodbye.